check, check, mic check. Network production. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. It's 2022, and we are doing the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. We are back. For the year, every Thursday, 11 to 12 Pacific AM, we will discuss the races, have some guests on, take your phone calls, and help break down the Supercross Series and later on the Motocross Series. Really stoked to be back. Thank you, everybody. This show gets a ton of phone calls, gets a ton of responses, and uh, we're happy to do it. It's absolutely um, a really fun hour. And uh, so this one is the opener. Anaheim 1 is coming up this Saturday night. Round one of Monster Energy Supercross Series, and we have questions and questions and questions, and uh, the Lawrence brothers just uh, pulled a shocking move on all of us by switching coasts due to Jet's uh, crash, and uh, we got some 450 talk coming up. Michael Antonovich and uh, Charles Kasselou are coming on to talk about this stuff, so 702-586-7857, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Go to uh, flyracing.com and check out the latest and greatest with those guys have, JB. Justin Brayton will be in fly racing this Saturday night, as will the uh, uh, Shane McElrath, Max Anstey, Joey Savaggi, among others. Flyracing.com, please check them out. The Formula Helmet is amazing. It is so lightweight. It is so safe. It is so quiet. It's great. Uh, so please check that out, flyracing.com. They've got a whole new line of Formula Helmets as well to make everything work for you. Pro Taper, protaper.com. The Star Racing guys have won a bunch of championships with Pro Taper. Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna, Pro Taper. And there's low-key Malcolm Stewart hype with his Pro Taper Husky as well. Uh, they've been a leader in motocross control components since 91 when they created the first oversized handlebar design. Now they have the Sella. Now they have uh, all sorts of handlebars underneath their sprockets as well. Chains, protaper.com. Check out uh, your local dealer and ask them for Pro Taper. They've been around a long time. They make really, really good stuff. Fly F, uh, FMF Vision is on with us this year. Uh, of course, uh, you know the name uh, 100%. They are the guys behind the FMF Vision line. Uh, they continue to expand their range with a full line of lifestyle sunglasses now. The all-new line features a unique balance between FMF's traditional style and modern fashion. Uh, FMF Vision, uh, check it out, fmfracing.com. Please go there and look at it. And uh, Dino uh, is wearing FMF this year, among other guys. Uh, we are giving away a set of uh, FMF Vision goggles on this show each Thursday. That Cade Clayson, who wears FMF Vision on the SGB Maxis team, uh, beats Alex Ray, who does not wear FMF Vision. So, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what uh, we're going to do on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show is give away some FMF goggles. We're going to do that anyways today. We're just going to assume that Cade beats A-Ray this uh, Saturday night uh, at Anaheim. But, so we're going to give a set of go FMF goggles away as well as a Fly Racing uh, podium stand or uh, work stand. Work, work stand. stand. Uh, thank you to the Plum Creek funding guys for coming on this year. 
Are you looking to purchase a home in 2022? Are you in Colorado, Nevada, California? Reach out to Zach Morris uh, today at Plum Creek Funding, 720-720-212-4685, plumcreekfunding.com, P-L-U-M, plumcreekfunding.com, Zach at plumcreekfunding.com. Discount code, hashtag same square footage. Not happy about that discount code at all. But if you already own a home, you're looking to pull cash out or simply lower your rate, contact Zach, Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. They're on board with us as well to help promote that. The Zach's a guy I've used over the years, and uh, he does really good stuff for us. So Max's Tires, Get Data, all on the show as well. Uh, we already got the phone calls filling up. Uh, we'll talk more about uh, Get and, uh, and um, Max's later on in the show. Taking your phone calls over there, 702-586-PULP. He is back for another season. We had a, a spirited debate about this damn Omicron and COVID before we hit record on the show. Uh, happy to have him back in studio. The Tits Legendary Tits. What's up, man? Hi, Steve. It's so you to be sitting over there in the dark. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, stoked on Anaheim? I am. I'm excited. It's been, uh, feels like a really long off season. Um, and I'm excited for the racing to get going again. And, uh, yeah, full speed ahead. Where are you at with, uh, are you, are you with Webb getting another one or are you picking Roxon, Tomac? Just early on, what are you thinking? My heart says Roxon. I'd really like for him to, to finally get one of these. Um, especially with think, everything that he's doing. I think been I could through. agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as far as who I think it will actually be, I think my money would be split between Webb and uh, Tomac, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably not that smart. Or probably not that dumb, I should say. Pretty smart right. take, I think. If there's a guy that can come out of nowhere and take it, I'll go Sexton. Sexton. Okay, oh, I'll go we Sexton. Right Another guy said Ferrandis, and mm-hmm. I get that too. So um, Unless Dungey would come back. I don't really have a lot of other ideas. Oh, here so. we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, how's the intense taser? Are, are you done with that thing yet? You, you bored it a while ago? So so I still okay. have mine, yeah, which yep, gets yep. used uh, sporadically. Well, then you bored and then, one and then, of mine. Yes, you let me borrow your uh, the expert model, um, which also gets used sporadically. And like I said, if you ever want it back, you tell me, and it'll be there okay. the uh, next day. Well, um, you know, I bore one to Talon. It came back broken. So how's, how's well, the... Well, Talon, Talon's a different animal. Yeah. You know? okay. And I've always said, full disclosure, I'm going to keep it here until you tell me otherwise. Otherwise, but okay. the day it gets said, you'll it, have it. It comes back. Yes. Okay. All yes. right. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, thanks for uh, checking out. Let's get uh, let's get Anton on the line. We got some phone calls. Uh, first up, first call of the year on the Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show. Why not be Brain? Brain, what's up, man? How are you? Happy New Year, Steve. You doing okay? I'm doing well. Thank you. The workload for me, Brain, is now going to start being pretty intense. So. In one hand, I'm happy the racing's back because I you know, yeah. like enjoy watching the racing and following the racing. On the other hand, a bit of me is like, oh, shit, now it starts. Whether oh. it's podcasting, writing, uh, whatever yeah. it is I do, uh, it, it's <clears throat> wide open now, you know? Hey, man. Well, hey, we'll, we'll be here to support it. How about that? Thank you. That's, what I, that, that's awesome. What, uh, what's, what's on of your course. mind, man? So I need to just start by just showing you how reliable I am by picking champions. Um, because last year in 250 East, I picked Austin Fortner. Mm. Last year in 250 West, I picked Garrett Marchbanks. And in the 450, I picked Zach Osborne. Oh, boy. Great. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are not good so, picks. Yeah, exactly. So maybe what I need to ask is how ridiculous or how on point do you think it would be to pick 
not just Tomac for the Supercross Championship, but to win double titles. I think this is. I think this might be the year that that pulls. It's not crazy, man. No, I'm interested to see what he can do. You know, he's a year older. Um, last year was by far his most inconsistent season in Soupy um, that we had from him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, well, maybe not. I'd, I'd say most inconsistent as far as uh, his riding, not maybe results-wise, because he had some terrible races before, and last year he stayed away from the yep. terrible races. But yep. he wasn't the same guy on many nights, right? Um I'm interested to see. I don't. I look for more of the same from him. I think he's a championship contender in indoors and out, but I don't think he's going to be a title guy. But I think he'll win races indoors and out, and that's pretty damn good. Um, but, you know, sure. he's a year older, and who knows about that bike? Who knows? I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a great bike production-wise, but does he gel with it? Does yeah. he like it? Does he, does he have the, the data and everything else um, that he, you know, underneath him? So. That team will bust his butt for him. Hey, so one more thing real quick, if you don't mind. What are the chances you think Mitch maybe pulls a reverse course here in the next day and puts Forkner on the west? I realize we're not running from Jet. No, he's not He's not ready. He had a, hit a pretty good crash a couple weeks ago, so he was kind of banged oh, up. So, okay. yeah, no, not going to happen there. Take four, bud. All right, thank you. Dude, happy new year, bro. You too. Thank you, man. Uh, Swap Moto Live is the uh, is the website, and uh, there's podcasts on there. There's articles on there, and he's a friend of the show, friend of the pulp world. Michael Antonovich, what's up, Anton? Good, good. How's it going? Thank How you. you thank you for being the first guest of the new year. Oh, hey, I appreciate it. This is always fun. I, I love that you always get to call me when we get to these first races of every year. You know, if, it, if it's Anaheim one or Hangtown or whatever it is, it's always cool. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. Uh, hey, so lots of people on the line want to talk to you, talk to some Supercross and stuff. But first up, you went to the Lawrence press conference? Yes, I did. Yes, and I did. and give us the vibe. How, how was it? It was cool. It was really cool. Uh, Ancillary Studios is this little space over by South Coast Plaza, this mall in Orange County, like the mall in Orange County. Uh, but it was a cool vibe, this nice little double that they built up, and Hunter cleared it, no problems. A lot of people turned out. You know, it wasn't like complete chaos, but the people that showed up were really excited to see the boys. Uh, good vibe. A lot of industry people that were out there. Hey, those donuts, those jets and donuts are good, I have to say. I, I sampled one myself. That thing's going to be cool to see that project go. Because oh, I didn't know like this. There's want... a real donut? I didn't know this. This is a real donut, and apparently it's going to be a real donut store with locations around the world. Oh, wow, okay. Yes. Huh. Yeah, so they're, they're good. We'll, we'll be seeing more of those. But, yeah, it was, it was cool to see just kind of uh, fun to get back into it because now it really does feel like it's the first race of the season. So, you know, no offense against Feld or anything like these Zoom calls. I know so many people are pissed about these online press conferences and stuff like that, but it's the world we're in right now. But, uh, yeah, it kind of did feel like, hey, we really are going to Anaheim 1. There's a pre-race party going on last night. There's one tonight. Yeah, Fox, so it feels Fox, like we're kind of getting back to it. Yeah, Fox has one tonight, right? I understand. Yep. So um, are you uh, – so, okay, there was just one double there, just the one jump. And, like, was it yeah. big and Hunter was just doing runs on Oh, that? yeah, it was a pretty good one. It okay. was probably, like, a finish line style double. Oh, okay. All right. And then he was just whipping it and whatever, turning around and doing it again? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, and did you see Jets crash online? I did. Yeah, I did. pretty yeah. good one. Pretty that was good a good one. one. <laughs> um, I think that even him, like, stepping over the bars and then, like, almost running out of it, I mean, dude, he, he tried everything there, but uh, that was a slam. Yeah. You know, we had Hunter on the show on Monday, and he was – I was like, "Hey man, uh, you got you're racing the East Coast, and you're you know, you're, are you ready to go right now?" And then he was being so weird 
about it. Obviously, he knew he was going to go west at that point. But uh, I was like, why, why is he being weird about it? You know, but uh, yeah, that's why uh, jet crashed. So um, what uh, uh, and is it were the boys in a good mood? Were the fans able to get up close? Were they able to talk to him and all of that stuff? Yeah, yeah, there was even, you know, a chance for people, a lot of kids that ask questions to them, which is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Last two years, we haven't really had a lot of one-on-one interaction between racers and fans and stuff like that. And, dude, how much people really want to see those guys is unbelievable. You know, we, we always say that, and I think some people think that it's just um, hyperbole at this point, like we're just always hyping it up. But then you see it for yourself, and you're like, wow, these are – Teenage girls and teenage little kids. Mm-hmm. Where's Jet? Where's Jet? Where's Hunter? I've never seen them do this for anybody except maybe like how I was when I was like seven or eight years old to see MC. Uh, I was. Uh, I've been to Glen Helen a few times with the Lawrence brothers there, and I've been pitted by them. And it's funny, man. Yeah, there's a bunch of teenage girls that will show up at Glen Helen. Maybe, maybe they. I don't know how they know he's there, or maybe they're there. I don't know, but you'll see a steady, a steady stream of girls with Jet merch and and kids, boys too. Uh, go over at GH and talk to them and, and take photos of them. You know what I mean? And, and, like, yeah, I've seen it myself. And they're both really cool with the fans, with all of it. So, Yeah. Yeah, that was that was awesome. And they, I think that that even goes uh, further with their backstory. Now that that's coming out that, hey, these aren't rich kids or anything like that, all the, the things that their family did to get them to this point. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, other Moto families do this. But now you really see that and how grounded they still are. You know, they have the world at their fingertips now, but they're still wanting to just be normal guys. And right. I think that speaks volumes about who they are and what that's going to do for fans of the sport. Yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome. And uh, obviously, I think the you know they want a jet on the West. The West gets more eyeballs. Let's face it; it's a, you know a little bit bigger deal. But uh, Hunter will certainly be a title guy. You know, you look at the West, and you know we had Jet as a title favorite going in on Monday night, but he's out. And Hunter, I think, is a I think Hunter's a, a, a hair below Nichols and Craig. And then, I don't know, Mosman and Schmoda and Hunter are kind of on that next level for me. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, because with, like, Nichols and with Colton Christian, they're so solid. You know what they're going to do. Christian's been a title favorite, I mean, really ever since he's come back in the second stage in his career. Colt's defending champion. Those two guys are proven. Joe's got one win. You know that he's got potential there, but it's doing it consistently across the whole season. For Michael, it's going to be, can he get away from those little mistakes and those things that have always kind of just gotten it out of reach for him there? And I would agree with Hunter. Like, Hunter's got one race win, and he's shown steady progress Mm -hmm. over these last few years, but it's not the uh, massive flash that everybody thought. Like, everybody, when Hunter first got here, was like, he's going to take over right away. And it's been a slower build to get there. Um, but I agree with you. Like I would put him in that category more with Mosman and Shimoda. Yeah. But we'll see three races in where they're at. You know, that could be the chance where one of these guys really does take that step forward. And which guy will it be of those three? Hunter, Joe, Shimoda, or Hunter, Joe, Mosman, and Swole, and maybe Marshbanks in the next group right underneath Craig and Nichols. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Je- uh, Justin Cooper breaking a foot. That's not a good injury, by the way. That life for, life for, life for sank or whatever it is. Um, injury with your foot. It takes a long time to come back from that. Uh, not a lot of blood flow there. Uh, so that's going to take a while for Justin Cooper. I'd be surprised to see him back for Moto, even. Yeah, six months. I mean, yep. that's June. Yep. That's June. And I, and I know these guys are such 
you know, massively, you know, crazy fit dudes and they have all these resources that the average person doesn't have Mm -hmm. the ability to do therapy, you know, as many times a day as they want and all these other things, but still, uh, think about it like a navicular. If there's no blood flow to that thing, that's a slow healing process. And Mm -hmm. there's not a lot you can do, but just wait it out. Uh, I went back east a few weeks ago and watched the club guys ride. Uh, you know, now granted, I haven't been in all these test tracks watching these guys as much as some of the other people have, but Marchbanks looked really good, man. Uh, Marchbanks looked really good on a 250F, uh, bigger dude, but uh, he may get a win. He may get a win. I think he'll get a couple podiums for sure. I mean, this is obviously all bear- bearing health, but um, Marchbanks looks good. Where, which, where are you at with that? Yeah, I agree with that. I think Garrett's um, underrated, you know, uh, after the PC deal with whatever, however, whatever that goes and people's opinion on it, he's done a very good job of rebuilding himself from that, from all the injuries, from not living up to the potential that he had there and solidifying himself within that Club MX crew. He's a past race winner. He did it at one of the hardest races to win, which is the Daytona Supercross. I and mean, we still talk about how big it was for Brayton to win that. That's just as big of a milestone for Marchbanks, I think, in a different scope of his career because he did it as a younger guy when he kind of was on this uncertain path. But I agree with you. I think that he could be a race winner again. He's going to be a podium guy for sure. And then the other thing is, too, he's going to bring a lot of aggression to that class that other people might not have. You know, I wouldn't say he's going to be dirty, but he's definitely going to hold his own. Yeah, yeah, he's got a little bit. And of, I think that's get, the factor yep. that other people don't have. Like a guy like Jalik's not going to get too physical because he doesn't have the ability to because he's not as big. Yep. Like you said, Garrett's a bigger guy. He will muscle his way around. He's got to take he's anything. Got, he's got a bit of the DGAF attitude. Exactly. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nate Thrasher is interesting too. He's on the West Coast. We're going to talk four for these right away here with uh, Michael Antonovich. But Thrasher is there. You know, he's got two wins, and they were really unlikely wins. Uh, up until those wins, he, him and Fry were question marks each week, and we were making jokes about them getting fired mid race by Bobby Reagan. And he pulled off two wins. Uh, I don't know. Like, they were at the Speedway. So to me, that's a different type of track, a different animal. But two wins are two wins. So, yeah, uh, I'm kind of confused about the thrasher we're going to see. Yeah, I think that that's a fair question as well, just because it's been so long, too. You know, those two wins that he got last year, like you said, uh, very unusual circumstances, especially to come through the LCQ the way he did. And then since then, it's just kind of been, well, can he capture that magic again? Can he do it again? Um, And to do it up against this group of guys on the West Coast, that's going to be a big ask i think a podium would be great for him some consistent top five finishes that's a good sophomore season just to keep building building and uh, building and that's the other thing too there's so many 250 guys right now that we are going to probably see some uh, turnover in the next two seasons he needs to kind of set himself up to be in that next mix of like okay there's your future race winner in 2023 a consistent race winner a title contender the next year and everything after that Let's not forget, Anton, I don't want to go into a fitter rage here, but the uh, star team benched him in year one. Year one, the star team benched him to not make meet the points threshold. So, yeah, that's what strategy. we're at. Strategy. But you know what, though? I mean, I, I, the Stars probably got a lot of things that they're going to have to do right now, and as unfortunate as Cooper's crash and injury is, uh, might have made a big decision for them a little bit easier now if they're going to get another year of eligibility for him. That takes four guys trying to fight for a 450 class spot down to three between Colt, Christian, and, and Jeremy now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Um, now, do we know for sure that Cooper's injury will allow him to stay in the class? 
if it, I would, I mean, I'm sure we're going to have to see that. And yeah, because I read the rule no book. It was pretty anybody, vague. It was pretty vague. It's pretty vague. And that's, I think that's what everybody's going to go for. And, you know, the AMA has made amendments to certain things. They've made exceptions to every rule. They can do whatever they want at the discretion that's in any rule book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could see them, do, I could see them doing that, you know, and that. That's not that bad because would he need to jump to the 450 yet? Is he ready at that point in his career to just go right into it? I, I think so, but I don't know. Maybe you don't. Uh, let's get some phone calls. 702-586-PULP. We're giving away a Fly Racing uh, work stand and uh, a set of FMF goggles. The guys at FMF Vision, um, Anton, they are giving away a pair of goggles. We're going to give one away today because we're just going to assume this is going to happen. But every time Cade, Cade Clayson, FMF Vision rider, beats A-Ray, the non-swap moto uh, live non-FMF wearing rider. Mm-hmm. Every time Cade beats him, we're going to give away a set of goggles. Okay. So just Sounds that one. And then so what is, the, what is the swap moto live pot for A-Ray to make the main at A1? What's it up to? Do we know? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I haven't heard that. I, I got other stuff that uh, I've been working <laughs> You're not on. involved in this, in this aspect? I'll let them deal with that okay, one. Okay, all yeah. right. There is a lot of money, though, right? People are chipping in money. Pretty good, yeah. Right, right. Uh, I heard that. So, all right, everybody. Uh, let's get to some phone calls here. Taylor's on five. He's got a Ken Roxon question. What's up, Taylor? What's your question about Ken Roxon? Hey, guys. Happy New Year. How's it going? Thank you. Good. Um, so, my question about Ken Roxon was uh, last year he kind of got a hard time about his lack of aggression, especially with, like, Cooper Webb passing in the last few races. Um, my question for you guys was, do you think it's more – like he just isn't an aggressive guy or is it that he's dealt with his horrific wrist injury and then he came back and he got his arm stuck into Cooper Webb's swing arm. Do you think that kind of plays with his mind and, and makes him second guess his aggression a little bit? You know what? I think it's both of those things in my opinion. Anton, what do you think? Yeah, I would agree. You know, because the times that they've gotten aggressive with each other in the past, it cost him a whole supercross season. You know what though? Like I, I've said this before, like when he came on Daytona, and hey, we're gonna let you go, uh, uh, Taylor. Thanks for calling. When 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 Ro- when Webb pulls that move at Daytona in the first turn, which I thought was totally fine. That's just racing. And then Ken goes on the podium and says, "You know, I can play those games too." And he's very upset. And Ken's wife is upset, and all of that. I'm all, I'm also okay with that because that's emotion, and that's that's all fine. But then for Ken to have the opportunity to do something to. to coop at the later races and not do anything that made me really scratch my head yeah and i'm sure you know and even honda i had said the same thing that they want to see a little bit more aggression out of them but uh i mean guys are going to do what they're going to do if he doesn't think that that's the right move or yeah. something like that because if you give it it's it, think about like with barsha if you give it to barsha one good time he's going to come back at you twice as hard does ken want to risk that with cooper especially when they're in this title fight you know is it mm-hmm. do you play the long game and wait him out or who knows but i agree i think that you know there, there does kind of come a point in time where you can't get pushed around so much and i think that uh that's going to be an interesting thing to see through this next year uh, you know we, we we've we've talked so much about ken last year and and i've said this repeatedly he got second in both series and he was in the title fight but he didn't come up with them and so many people consider that a failure but it's pretty good. So let's see if he's finally started to put more and more pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. Those first races last year where he was, you know, Zen Ken and he was very <laughs> calm and patient yeah, and all right. that, I was like, okay, that's cool, but you got to kind of have more of that, like, aggression and that fighting spirit with you kind of 
what we've seen other guys do. You know, does mm-hmm. he find that piece of the puzzle again this year? You know, because he hasn't been the the alpha male Ken, very brash and arrogant the way that he used to be. He's been a little bit more refined these last few years. I think if he f- could find that last little piece, then it would be a bit better. You know, just a bit more of like, oh, wow, there it is. He's not going to take anybody's shit. I think he starts a little bit slower this year. He, he, he made a mention of this in the press conference that he's been sick, not COVID. He made sure to tell us that. And um, he hasn't been doing the amount of prep he's been wanting to do, and I think he's a bit frustrated at that. So I think he starts a bit slower this year, and, 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 and we'll see what happens. And maybe, maybe he doesn't have a, a late-season sort of slump here and there. Yeah, um, I know. think that that could be a good thing for him. Right, you know. in the end, yeah, it could be. Um, while we're still on talking about Ken, uh, Michael Lindsay was in here on Monday night saying that he thinks and he, or he's heard that a lot of riders have fake Vax cards. Now, it, you don't need the Vax to race Supercross, but if you do not have the vaccination, you have to test every uh, weekend and get a wristband. And if you have the vaccination, you, do not, you get a hard card and you're good to go. You don't need a test. This is for the media and the riders and crews and that kind of stuff. Um, so the point being Ken's wife, Courtney, who I really like, and she's awesome, um, she posted something on Instagram about you know, how, this also, how many people have fake Vax cards. Now, I don't know for sure, but I, I would bet uh, all of my money that I have, uh, and it's not that much, that there are fake Vax cards around there and Feld is not going to enforce this. Uh, what's your take on Michael Lindsay, Courtney Roxon, and, and this, this, this stuff, uh, Anton? It's so complicated. Like, this is something, and, and some people online have even said it, uh, you know, it's a big deal. I think that so many people, you know, it, we could go down a million rabbit holes with this whole thing of like, well, how come it's just a piece of paper and all that other shit? Uh, it, that is a big deal. And if Feld really wanted to, they could they could be very serious about this. Like, what you tried to falsify medical documents to us, you're done. You're clipped. You know, you, you can't fake your AMA points to get your pro license. This is just as important for the entire running of the series for the places that we're going to, the insurance, the venues that we go to. One person doing this, I, I understand where guys do it, and they think that it's not a big deal, but it's one of those things where uh, you're, you're, with, you're, with, you're, you're with Michael, though, and me in saying that there are th- this will happen. Oh, it's sure. got to be. Yeah, yeah, it's got to right, be right, happening. Okay. Yeah. There's no – I mean, it's for sure happening, you know, and, like, there's other people online that are like, well, real journalists should go do this, this, and this, but it's like, dude – we don't have the card. No one's showing us the card to go. If, if, people, if people are saying that, I don't have access to these cards to go investigate whether they're real or fake or not. Yeah. That's Feld's issue. I, I can't do this. Yeah. And I, I, it's again, this thing is one of those deals that you pull one thread and the entire sweater comes apart and you just see how but wild this whole thing could be. Do you think Feld will do anything or any investigation on anyone's cards? I do not. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So you're with me on that also. Um, what does suck, though, is we've seen riders, we've seen athletes in NHL and NBA and NFL get a positive test. Uh, not be able to take part in the game, then test negative, um, you know, later on, and, and, and it's false positives and this and that. Um, I'm sure that some guys this year are going to have false positives or maybe real positives. You know, in real positive case, hey, it's, we've seen it's very, very contagious, so I understand them saying, hey, you can't be around this. There will be guys, in my opinion, there will be guys with fake Vax cards that are under the weather, don't tell anybody, have the hard card, don't test, and go race that night and possibly spread this stuff. And there will be guys trying to do the right thing that will get a false positive and not be able to race. 
and that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. And that's gonna. That's not just gonna be racers. I think that that's gonna be cruise. Yeah, it's gonna happen yeah. in everywhere. Right. I mean, that that's gonna be a, a prevalent problem. And this is, you know, right. It's the unfortunate reality that we live in. You yeah. can, everybody can have their own feeling and their own emotions and whatever you feel about it. But that doesn't fucking change the position that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We got some more calls for uh, Antonovich. Jake, what's up? You want to talk about Kate and Ray? Yes, sir. Uh, so I have an idea. Okay. Um, since we have a pot for if Ray gets in the main and all this other stuff and FMS getting involved, I thought you know you're doing all these privateer challenges, talking about causing chaos. Let's start small. Let's go with a tally on which one can take the other out more for LCQ transfer spots. We can't do that. We can't encourage violence. Oh, no, well, no, it won't be violent. They'll just be violently stuffing each other. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, no, I, I, don't, I don't like that one. They'll do it enough on their own anyways, Jake. We're not going to need to do that. If it, if it comes down to getting in the main event, these dudes are going to you know, do anything they can. So, yeah, exactly. So we brand it, then we get the nets out, so that way it saves whichever one gets stuffed. See, yeah. it's multi-purpose. All right, thanks, Jake. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I don't want to encourage that. Uh, There's gonna have to come a point where they can't like if Jason sees them, you know, going for it, and they both ruin each other's race. Like, <laughs> I get it, you want to do that, but like, yeah, I don't know. Wow. They'd be like Ken and Chase, just like, yeah, we're just gonna kill each other for for. Whatever, like right. th- there's there's more to yeah, it than th- that. Th- I, are... I see that there's all that trash talking and all the fun that they want to do, but like, who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it is when they actually are on the same team and in the same trailer together. Sounds good, David. What's going on, man? What's your question? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. Thanks for calling. Hey, I was just curious. To, oh, thank you. Uh, I was curious as to whether you guys think uh, will Justin Hill qualify on the uh, Monster Black KTM, and is this a sponsor obligation? Is that why they brought him out? Because I mean, he's been pretty irrelevant for quite a while. Uh, yes, I think it's a, a, it's a sponsor thing for sure for Team Tedder. Benny Bloss is out for wh- – how long is he out for, Anton? What you, a while, huh? A couple, like half a It could be a while, yeah, because yeah. it's going to be a bit – it, it makes more sense than you think it does. Um, the monster thing is big. Hill has a nice big following. Monster already has this other project coming out with Josh in these next few weeks. I mean, that that's part of it. Oh, okay. he's, he's a personality. Um, but then yep. him and Tedder are very good friends. So that that kind of does make sense on how all these things came together. I wouldn't say that Monster called and was like, we have to have Josh on that bike now. I'm sure that there was some other stuff that was going on, and it'll be a cool deal. Uh, um, as far as the main – I don't I think, think expectations are huge, though. No, I think it's no. just – I think he can make the main, and then from there, whatever. Right, Anton? Are you – Yeah. Are you – Yeah, I agree. At that point? Um, David, do you want uh, a set of FMF Vision goggles or a fly racing uh, uh, podium stand, work stand? Oh, I would love to have a podium stand. Put one of my vintage bikes on. Work actually, stand, it, it's, it's the work stand. I've been. It's not the podium it's stand. It's better. It's okay. actually sure. it's a better sure. stand. Oh, it's a better stand. Yes, the work stand is a All better right. stand. This is a better stand, David. Thanks for the question. Stay on oh. hold. We'll get you the, get you Fantastic. the information. We'll get the that out. Thank you for listening. Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show presented by Max's Get Pro Taper FMF Vision Plum Creek Funding. Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live on. We have uh, uh, Charles Castle coming up next. Uh, Jordan's on one. Jordan, what's up, man? How are you? Jordan, you there? All right. Uh, Phillip's on, too. What's up, Philip? How are you, man? Hey, doing good. Um, I was just curious 
what was the story behind Jordan Bailey just up and quitting, retiring, whatever you want to call it? I didn't yep. hear anything when anyone talk about it at all. He yeah, he, he put out an Instagram post. And yep. that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the story was he couldn't get paid to ride, right? Um, yeah, otherwise, he did the privateer route. I guess. Yes, he did the privateer ride for a little bit. He had a Yamaha uh, last year, and he showed up a few races, crashed at one of them or something. So, yeah, just one of those kids that, um, you know, kind of said that was it. I mean, I think, is Sean Cantrell in the same boat, Anton? Is Cantrell done yet? Or, like, I, I was thinking about dudes who got a ride and then didn't really want to privateer it um i think he i think he is actually yeah i think he is done again yeah so yeah i just think you know it's really hard to be a privateer when you uh oh, yeah, gotten support yeah. and bikes and everything else and jordan was a good rider uh anton he had some skills just couldn't stay healthy yeah and he was kind of in a uh he was in a weird period too because he was one of the guys that fell victim the most of like Husky bike problems that they were having with that 250F, like some ongoing things those years, um, and then just didn't get renewed. And then last year when he came out with that Yamaha deal, you know, Jordan's a very smart kid. I, I got to give him a lot of credit for that. He knows how to network with people, the people that he knows in Florida through his family, through his golf connections and all that. He's, he'll be fine, you know, um, it sucks to see him go because there are so many of these guys that you've, they work so hard and then they hit 22 and then it's, it's over before it even gets started for them. Um, you know, Martin Costello is another kid that made a lot of progress over these last few years. You know, didn't ever have a factory ride, but he's another one of those dudes that is in his early 20s and sees like, well, it's time to go on to the next thing. I can't keep putting my whole life into this and then on one practice lap at the second race, it's all for nothing and I don't get paid again. Oh, is Costello hanging it up? Yeah, yeah, he announced that yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like Martin. He was a good dude. He was a good dude. Not, he was. He is. Yeah. Okay, thanks for the call, Philip. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show with Michael Antonovich. Anton, we didn't really touch on 450s. Let's do that before we come up with Charles Gaslew. Can Barsha do it again? Can he really win four in a row? I mean, I wouldn't have put it. I wouldn't have said he could win three in a row. So I, it's it's now the point where I, I can't say he cannot do it. Yeah, I I would say, like, it's a coin flip. <laughs> Why do you think he's done this three years in a row? Just is 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 sort of no pressure, like no one's talking about him and none of the title guys, all the other, other guys are a little bit nervous, and Barsha's like, screw it, I, I'm just going to ride the way I'm going to ride? Like, wh- wh- what do you think it is? Yeah, I think so, you know, and, and other things happen. Justin starts the season strong. He started last season really strong, and even when things didn't go his way, he still found a way to overcome it, you know, to ride that Houston race with one gear, you know, what was it, second or third gear after the shipper got mm-hmm. kicked off. He He's really gotten over some of the things in the past that would have unraveled. Um, I think that, yeah, he's just very good at the start of the season because every guy's got their different thing. Eli traditionally is not good at the start of the season, and he gets better as it goes on. Um, yeah, maybe Barsha is just that guy that can make that happen at that one race and then carry it through those first two when, you know, everybody else is probably just so wound up and he's done it for so long now and, and gets it. It's, I think it's a little bit of everything, really. Yeah. Well, I, I look forward to, if any of the last few years is any sort of indication, we're going to have chaos in the first two, three rounds, and we're all going to talk about it, and then it's then it'll settle down, and the same guys will yeah. win every week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The I No, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens every year. But then the other thing is, too, though, that does make 
the battle for fifth place more important. You know, maybe they're not racing for wins, but I mean, that's you have to pay attention to that stuff. You have to be watching from first mm-hmm. to twenty second anytime anybody's on the track. Right. Uh, all right, Anton, we're going to let you go. Give me your winners uh, Saturday night, and, and we're going to hold this to you. Uh, this is going to be, you know, if you don't get it right, big big consequences. So give me your, give me yeah, your, con- yeah. Give me your winners. Um. I honestly, I do think Barsha could do this again on the 450. Yep. I just, I do think so. People talking about like, oh, he's going to do four now and this, this, and this. I, it's probably not any more pressure than what they did last year when Gas Gas went so above and beyond to build that little double in Anaheim Stadium and do this big video and stuff. So I think Justin could do it again, especially if he sees like people really, really wanting him to do it. And then as far as the 450 class goes, I, I really think Shimoda could get the 251. You know, I think Shimoda could could be a surprise winner in that. He, Joe's been very good at the practice tracks lately. Uh, he's ready, and I don't think he has a lot of the same pressures on him that other guys do. Mm-hmm. You know, Christian knows this is a make-or-break year again. Every year of Christian's career seems make-or-break, but this is really the year. Colt's going to have all of the defending champion stuff from the East Coast to live up to on the West Coast and all these other things. Joe can just come in and just be very consistent and do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense, man. Uh, I can't, I can't argue with either one of those picks. Uh, all right, Anton, thanks for coming uh, on the show, and uh, we'll get you on again during throughout the year. SwapMotoLive.com. You can uh, read over there. You can listen over there. And uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. We'll see you this Saturday. See you guys. All right, that's uh, Michael Antonovich from SwapMoto Live. Coming up next from 100. Uh, percent Use the code Pulp22 to save on on Casual Apparel over there at uh, 100. percent It's Charles Castle. What's up, Chuck? How are you? I'm good, Steve. How are you? Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Brand new year, brand new show. You're 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 on the first one, so I love it. Let's do it. Um, by the way, uh, thank you for the FMF Vision giveaways. Uh, we're still looking to give one pair of goggles away today, and then of course, every time Cade beats A Ray, we will give another pair away. So it's fantastic. Um, yeah, and I, I think we need a caveat on that that beats them. In the main, right? Like, we can't be like both idiots are riding around in 18th and 19th in the LCQ killing each other. And But if Cade makes it and A Ray doesn't, that, that counts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that counts. counts. Yeah, right. yeah, totally. Okay, yep. they don't both have to I'm just saying, if, they, if they, they both run into each other and they're laying down in a corner <laughs> in Minneapolis somewhere in the LCQ. We're not. We're not doing that. We're not. We're not rewarding. We're not rewarding. We're not rewarding that. Right. Uh, Pulpamex Fantasy. The signups are still open. Uh, are you an industry idiots again, Chuck? Of course I am. <laughs> hey, your national number. Where... What's your national number this year? Uh, it's pretty see. good. It's not as good as last year. It oh, went it's down. not. Okay, uh, it went up rather. Uh, yeah. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Yeah, you were. I think you were in the thirties before, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was. You're like JT uh, in the thirties, just in the thirties. Yeah. I wish I could have been stuck in the thirties, but I went backwards. Went to sixty-two. All right. Well, I think uh, JT was sixty-two one time. Also, he actually. was. He was sixty-two. Yeah. <laughs> um. um so you looking forward yeah, to another season of fantasy then? Are you looking forward to another year? <laughs> yeah, there was a time when I was thinking, like, man, it'd be nice to just kind of relax on Saturdays and watch the races. But, yeah, it's too damn fun. I'm, uh, I'm doing it. I uh, I don't get that worked up by. I really don't. I pick my riders, and, you know, I follow it, and I want to do well and everything else. I am nowhere near uh, Parabinos and JT and anger and joy. and like it, I'm competitive, but not when it comes to that because – you just shrug your shoulders. It's, you know, like you make a smart pick on a guy who qualified 15th and is generally a main event guy, and you make a smart pick and he crashes out. Like, how, how can you get mad at that? That was a smart pick, you know? Uh, I don't know. I You can't get mad at that rider or the game, but yet if you're Paul and JT, apparently you can. 
Yeah, it's it's tough to have that clarity in the moment. It's <laughs> because, I mean, you you're right. You just make the best decision you can based on the information you have, and you you have to go with it, right? Like, right. And sometimes it just doesn't work, and sometimes it just doesn't work for multiple weeks in a row, and it's super frustrating. But yeah, um, you know, there's yeah. years when it does work, and yeah. you're on the there's years when you're on the good end of the you know really sketchy picks, and those. Those are equally as, uh, I guess, good as the other way is bad. So Yeah. Uh, speaking of sketchy, uh, Alex Ray using Maxxis tires. Maxxis on this show. Uh, uh, developed by the, S, uh, the MXST is developed by Jeremy McGrath. Uh, great guy. Perhaps you heard of him. Pretty good rider. Uh, Cade Clayson and Kessler and Luke Meese and David Hand and Cade will be running Maxxis tires on the Maxxis SGB Honda team as well. Maxxis.com for more information. Like truck tires, mountain bike tires. Dirt bike tires, they can handle everything. Maxxis uh, tires, please check those guys out. And Get and Athena, uh, w- when you look at the ECUs that the Get produces for two strokes and four strokes, they're fantastic. They have the RPM uh, dash device as well, used by Antonio Caroli and others. Uh, please use uh, check out Get and Athena. Use the contact form at pulpamex.com to send us an email. And I can forward it on to guys at Get, and they can give you a deal. And, uh, of course, Dan Truman. Will Dan Truman enter any Get or Athena emails this next couple days, or will it be mostly getting people in industry idiots i think he's pretty damn busy with industry idiots but somehow the man figures out how to how to balance it he does he does he'll be programming ecus on the gate while answering emails and getting people in last minute although he says he's not letting people in last minute this year but he does yeah he did say Dan likes money uh fly racing moto 60 show maxis get pro taper fmf plum creek funding all on board the show as well uh, all right, let's get to some phone calls. Chuck, I, I do have some 450 questions for you because we touched mostly on 250s with Anton. But first, let's get to these phone calls. First up, it's Seth. Seth, what's up, man? Hey, guys. What's going on? Good. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Let me just start by saying I'm looking forward to my fantasy team breaking my heart on most every weekend this year. Okay. Uh, all right. Per <laughs> usual. <laughs> yeah, per usual. Yeah. Yep, yep. But, no, I was just wondering. So uh, I think a pretty interesting topic coming into the year uh, ktm austrian guys uh, husky all that i think we can all assume webb's probably everyone's top pick of those guys but i think a pretty interesting story uh, kind of the second tier guys who's gonna be the top of that muskan plessinger barsha mookie uh, wilson i think uh, who do you think is going to step up between that second group of uh, the austrian bunch out of the austrian bunch i think it's mookie uh low-key mookie hype working with alden baker of course uh, what do you think, Chuck? What, what who do you like out of the Austrian guys? You know to step up. That's a, a tough one. I think Mookie's um, not a bad pick, but I think I, I'm going to have to go with with Marvin. I think he's just he's such a, a proven winner, and I think he's had some tough a tough go lately. But um, man, he's good when when he's on. He's good. So um, I think at the end of the year, when the the points are all tallied mm-hmm. up, assuming he stays healthy, I, I would bet money that. Marvin's probably the highest points guy out of out of those ones you named off. Uh, working with DV too, changed up, staying in California, yeah. working with DV, like really changed his program up. Yeah, and I think for a guy like him, he's been in the same program for so long. Um, I think a breath of fresh air sometimes helps a, a guy at his age, um, this late in his career, that's you know looking for a, a bit of a spark. And I mean, DV knows his stuff. Marvin's done Alden's program for I don't know how many years now, and so he knows. He knows what to do. It's not like he's a young kid that's going to go get lost and yeah. show up at Anaheim out of yeah. shape, right? Like yeah. he's going to he's going to be fine. Um, and maybe this this change is is what he needs. 
Yeah, we don't maybe talk enough about Marv. I mean, he didn't have a good year last year, but he did win the race no, at the end no. of the year, and, and Salt Lake, the other Salt Lake was still pretty good. So, uh, new bike, you know. Uh, reviews for that new bike are, are up there, man. People seem to like it. So, uh, Seth, do you want some FMF Vision goggles? Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I appreciate it. All right, we'll give you that. That's a good question. It was an intelligent question. It was much better than uh, than a lot of other callers. So stay on hold, all right? We'll, <laughs> get, you. You the, we'll get you those goggles. All right, thanks to the FMF Vision folks. Uh, Kyle's got a fantasy question on four. Kyle, what's going on, man? What is your Pulpamex fantasy question? Thank you for taking my calls. And if you ever still need a yes, man, I'd be happy to send an application in and tell you how fantastic your ideas are and how wonderful you are. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, Chuck already does <laughs> yeah. that for me a lot, so yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like you got a good teammate then on that one. Yeah, what's up? Um, anyway, I was calling... What's that? It was hilarious listening to your podcast of Weech, guys, whenever you're talking about doing the fifth place last chance qualifier bonus, you know, for the... Yeah. Um, and I, whatever it is. I was thinking for fantasy, it could be cool if you could do a wild card um, pick for that, for that final round of fifth place in LCQ. A wild card, fifth place LCQ fantasy. Um, we, we got we got enough going on with fantasy. We got the we got the motorsport.com whole shot challenge now. So we got we got the FFL. Uh, I don't know. Um, I might do something special for the Yamaha raffle. Stay tuned. We're working on that. Uh, not. Not the chaos that I want. I don't look like that's going to happen, but um, we're going to stay tuned, Kyle. We got something going for that. Well, that's disappointing because the chaos. I'm a big fan of. Yeah, I am too. Idea, but even though I know it's it's really going to the rings of Saturn, but it's yeah. a fantastic idea. Thank you. I got something cool. else going. We're, we're cooking it up. Stay tuned, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thank All you. Right, thanks. Uh, Jordan's on too. Jordan, you want to talk about Hunter Lawrence? Yes, sir. Yeah, what's How up? How you guys doing? Good. Uh, so my question was, um, you know, I know that Jet and Hunter are kind of a, a package deal, but and I also don't know what their their contract situation is. But if Hunter doesn't have a better year this year, I mean, I know that he won a race last year, led to points in Supercross, but I mean, it was pretty underwhelming. Do you think that if he doesn't have a pretty standout year, that he could be, you know? Uh, exiting Honda, or are they just always going to be a package deal? No, Jordan, you thought it was underwhelming? I mean, I was – I think it was I good. I mean, his outdoors was no good. I mean, like I said, he did good in Soupy, but, I mean, it wasn't – Didn't he win a national? I thought he won a national this year. Uh, I don't know. I guess if you just – if you're basing it off of – I believe he won yeah. a race indoors and out. He led the Supercross points for a week or two. Uh, I don't. I'm not with you. What do you think, though, Chuck? Am I off base? Uh, for... uh, no, I, I was thinking sort of the same thing. That I, I think it wasn't great from the stance of like he didn't win any championships, but I mean he got second in 250 Supercross points and third in 250 Motocross points. So like, yeah, I feel like it's pretty pretty good. Jordan, yeah. Jordan, are you are you just a Hunter Lawrence hater here? What's going on? No, not at all. I don't. I mean, I guess if you but... just. I mean, I guess you just look at it from the stance that his brother gets all the hype. I mean, yeah. it, it kind of puts his expectations really high. And, you know, it, at face value, he's also been hurt like a he, lot. Yeah, he, he's, he's been hurt a little bit. I, I think that it's fine. I don't think, um, you know, I know Bobby Hewitt was trying to get Hunter for this new team. Um, and, and, you know, so there was a chance that Hunter could leave. 
Honda's not letting Jet go anywhere anytime soon. Right. Uh, but, I, and that's what I meant, you know, as the question of is are they always going to be a package deal with Honda or could you see them parting ways? I could, I could he, see them parting ways. Yes, I could. I could. Yeah. Um, uh, but not Jet. Jet ain't leaving Honda, uh, I don't think. Yeah, unless right. there's, you know, unless disaster strikes, right? But uh, right. no, Jordan, listen, second and third in the points, Hunter Lawrence, it's a good year. It's a good year. All right. You're right. Stay All right. T- All right. Cool. Th- thanks, buddy. Thanks. Oh, man, it's a tough crowd. Chuck. Jeez. Wow, I don't know what, what we're expecting here, but <laughs> tough crowd. I mean, there's only what? One, one, Justin Cooper beat him in Supercross points, and then outdoors his brother and Justin Cooper beat him. So there's only two, 250 guys better than him. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, so I, to his point, I, I could see Hunter leaving at some point just to sort of go out on his own, but I think, you know, I, it's going to have to be. Something substantial, right? Like yeah, a really good yeah, I think so. program and team to lure him away. And but. you, you, um, you, uh, you sponsored both brothers with the with the goggles, um, um, and the hundred percent goggles. So you're you you do know that program a little bit. I I always thought that Honda was like, ah, shit, we lost Geico. We need two fifty guys. Let's hire. Let's keep the Lawrence brothers and and you know this and that. But dude, it seems like Honda is going to keep the two fifty program rolling, and they're happy with it. And you know, now they got uh, Chance Hymas coming in through there. And this is all just a natural, we're going to race both bikes under the one truck. I always just thought it was more like, ah, we, we just, we really like the Lawrence Brothers. We've got to keep them. But no, this is a Honda initiative, you know? Yeah, it's, it seems that way. And when, when Myrtle first started, um, Lucas Myrtle, the, the boy's agent, when he first started talking about the boy staying on factory Honda when Geico was going away, at first I was kind of like, all right, Lucas, like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Like, yeah. I can't see that really happening, right? Like American Honda HRC here in the U.S. is, is pretty structured and corporate and stuck in their ways, it seems almost. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I didn't see them taking on a 250 effort. Like I I pictured them giving all the support to somebody that was existing, you know, Phoenix Racing or something like that, and to keep the boys on Honda. Um, but I, I certainly didn't see them making a long-term plan to, to bring no. 250 racing back in-house. But, man, they, they yeah. seem to be embracing it and doing it. They are. Uh, let's go to Dustin on three. He's got a Roxon question. What's up, Dustin? What's your Roxon question? Hi, what's up, Steve? What's going on? Yeah, I was just wondering if Roxon doesn't get it done this year, is it panic button time? No, no. God, tough crowd. Tough crowd <laughs> this, this morning. Second, no. in, second in both points. Yeah. Right? Uh, somebody told me his contract was up at the end of this year. I don't believe so. I think it's next year, end of next year. Uh, Chuck, do you know? I don't. I don't. It was three years, wasn't it? Like, uh, maybe it is next year. I, thought I, it was I think next it's year. next year. I think it's next year. I do, too. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, don't, I do not think it's panic time. I think Kenny uh, is fine. Um, he's going to win race, win races indoors and out, and be a guy. And nope, I think it's fine. Um, and that's that. good enough. I do. I mean, would they like him to win? Yes. Were they upset at him at times for not being a little more aggressive with Cooper last year? Yes, they were. But at the end of the day, Kenny's who he is, and he's had a very, very, very successful career, and he's a good ambassador for for Honda and for Fox, and so. I think it's all it's all fine. All right, well, I appreciate right. it. Thanks, man. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, define like not getting it done, like not getting the title, but he gets second and wins three or four races. Like, no, that's fine. If he if he races seventeen supercrosses and gets sixth in points, 
Yeah, it might be a little bit different story, but I don't see it happening. So no, no, I was I was talking to him the other day, and and I was like, dude, you at eighty percent, you're still podium guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's still a phenomenally talented rider. And he he really trailed off there the last two or three races or whatever at mm-hmm. the end of the season. Like I think the points Cooper ended up winning by a, a pretty fair margin, but I think there's a you know a, a couple there at the end that Kenny sort of mailed it in and. Mm-hmm. Cooper got you know first and second at those, and so the points margin ended up being bigger than it actually was. Yeah, right? I, th- like, I think the second last round, right? Got uh, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, but it was much closer most of the season than people I think remember. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, all right, hey, so um, we talked a little bit about uh, this with Anton, but not a lot. So I just think the championship and and Weege broke this down really nicely on our Racer X preview shows. Uh, Tomac, Cooper, Roxon have won eighty five percent of the races the last three years. The only guys who have not win to win races are Marvin, Blake Baggett with one, Marvin with a few, and um, I think we're missing one other guy. But anyways, those three have the lion's share. I I can see Sexton winning one. I can see AC winning one. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know if I don't I think those three are still the guys. We're gonna have a changing of the guard, but not in 2022. I don't believe. I think that's gonna happen in 2023. Where are you at with that uh, that that statement? Yeah, I think I agree. Um, those three, those three are, are still very much I think in the the sort of the meat or maybe the end, but still very much in their prime. So I, I think. I think those, those are still going to be the, the three strongest. I think AC, of course, he's coming in hurt um, like usual. But um, I think if he can stay healthy and, and stack some some healthy races together over the next you know month, a couple months, I think he wins wins a race or two this year. Did you ever do your um, shoulder think, like he did? Did you ever do AC joint at all when you were? I racing? did. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I, I think it's third degree. I think that's I what he what did. Exactly. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It it sucked. Um, it wasn't too long, though. To be right. honest with you, it was um, <laughs> to make it worse. I I thought it was dislocated, not separated. So uh, Jackie Short, Andrew Short's wife, was pulling on it while Andrew was holding me and trying to pull it back in place. And, and then eventually, I'm like, okay, it feels better. I went to the hospital later and found out it was separated, not dislocated. <laughs> so we probably just did a whole lot worse damage. But um, it wasn't too bad in, in terms of recovery. It was a couple weeks of it feeling like, oh, my God, I'm never going to be able to lift my arm up again. And then, like, pretty quickly, like week two or so, it was like I was able to ride, but it was just super, super weak. And within, you know, three or yeah. four weeks, I was pretty much back to normal. So yeah, so a- this, this, if AC can stay off the ground in other cases, this thing will be a, a month injury, and then he'll be feeling a little bit better in your Yeah, opinion. he'll be all right. Right. Yeah, so, okay, so, so, so he's so, had so many shoulder injuries, it's, it's tough to know how he, you know. So uh, how it works for him. Sexton can win. Adam can win. Yep. Marv can win. But they're not all going to win. No, that's six winners right there. <laughs> that's the that's, problem. That's six yeah. winners. You know. Yeah, and, and six could happen, but that's still a long shot. What's oh. the average? Like five? Usually? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So I mean, and, and you didn't even mention. You know, I don't. I'm not. Wouldn't bet money on it. But Jason Anderson, he can win races. He's a past champion. Um, there's plenty of Dylan Ferrandis. Like there's there's lots of guys that can win races that we didn't even talk about. Yeah, yeah, Dylan can win. Uh, he's got to work on his Absolutely. starts and everything else. But yeah, Dylan can win. But yeah, not all these guys are going to do that, right? It's it's yeah, insane. It doesn't, happen. it doesn't happen. If you saw a drop off from one of the big three, Tomac, Coop, Roxon, 
If you see a drop, who do you have? I think it's uh, Tomac. I think it's Tomac. He's a year older and a new bike and all of that. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but yeah. Yeah. Um, to, to be different, I'll go Kenny. I think Cooper's firing on all cylinders right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Kenny. Uh, Justin Hill's out this weekend, too, by the way. Just got that text. So oh, I don't his know. PR team got it to you. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, that's an interesting program. Very interesting. I don't like. I don't even know where to start. Like, or how to even. So, like, has he been riding Supercross? Do we know? So, I don't think we know. Does the team? Does the no. team have a Supercross track? I don't think we know. Yeah, they're they're at south of the border. So, okay. uh, all right, uh, Tits. We have a question from a guy who couldn't stay on hold. It's about Pulp Mix Fantasy. Pulp Fantasy, yeah. So yep. he, he's a one of the guys who subscribes to the uh, the expert picks, right? And what he says. Uh, was seeing repeatedly happen was very last minute right before things locking out and he didn't give any names or anything like that so I'm not pointing fingers but he was saying that all of a sudden these experts were changing their picks whether that was because they were trying to uh, uh, do a bait and switch type thing or maybe they just had uh, second thoughts or whatever but he was asking for all these people that are paying for this service Mm -hmm. to actually have the experts have to lock theirs out, say, like a half an hour before everyone else. Right. That way there is no yeah. last-minute changes or anything it's, like that. It's not any sort of uh, devious circumstances. Uh, there, that's Us experts are doing that. There's he would still like to see yeah, what their yeah, final yeah, pick yeah. is. Yeah, no, I get it. To do it. I get it. I mean, I've changed mine, you know, five minutes before the lockout. Um, so, But that's just, you know, thinking about things and grabbing information and, and this and that. So I get what Paul's saying. It's It's not... I mean, maybe I'll ask the guys. I'll see what they say. It's not a bad idea. I can promise you, though, nobody's doing it to swerve anybody. That That's sure. not, that's but, not but, something. But, but like you said, you get information, whether there's inside info, not that you're not sharing it, but no, yeah, yep. something that's persuading you to change your pick, they would like to yeah. be privy um, to what they're paying for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can't disagree with Paul. I mean, I do feel like we help people, and we don't. it's not like we're always changing it last second. Right. Not, I mean, I've left my team, you know, for hours before the race. It, you know, that's how I feel. Um, yeah, I don't know. JT could probably be swerving, uh, Chuck. <laughs> um, but um, I, I, I'm with him. I pay the five bucks. I, I support the cause to, to see what you idiots are picking. Right. Um, yep. You know, I, but I, I know you're going to everybody's making changes down to the last minute. Yeah, I, it's definitely nothing know, on purpose where we're like, hey, screw these people, no, you know? So. Second-guessing, rethinking. It's And by that point at the night or the day for outdoors, it's not like – it's usually not like life-changing information coming in. It's just like second-guessing yourself and changing something, right? Like, it, And usually those end up backfiring, so yeah, yeah. you're probably better off. Yeah, no, they really do. It's not a bad question. Let me let me run it by those guys and see what we can do. I, none of them are going to agree, but I get what Paul is saying. I can't. I don't have yeah, a. Marx is. Marks can get right on it. Yeah. Build that up. Yeah, he Marx is locked in. Marx isn't doing anything, anyways. You know. I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll do that fine. tomorrow. Right. Uh, let's go. To the last last call here on the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. It's Jeff. What's up, Jeff? What's up, Steve? Thanks for taking my call. My question was, whose contract is end up at the end of this year and thus is kind of riding for their life, and we can maybe see some fancy implications as they have no room for air and got to make the money. Ferrandez's contract is up, um, but uh-huh. I think he's fine. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he'll, he'll re-sign or go somewhere else for a bunch of money, so I wouldn't put any pressure on him necessarily, right? Um Anderson's good. Adam's good. Um, 
Sexton and Roxon are good. Barsha's good. Uh, Tomac's good. Um, Paul, uh, Charles, Charles, am I missing anything? Yeah, I, I'm also looking at the list, and I don't, <clears throat> I don't, um, I don't know, I don't see any. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's no, a jump off. Yeah, I don't. Nothing that comes out of mind right away. Um, outside of Ferrandez, uh, Jeff. Where are the rats then? Marvin, Marvin's a Supercross only deal, but I th- oh, yeah. we all think he's retiring. He hasn't really yeah, said that, so. but we think he's going to retire. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Not 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 really anybody. Not a big year for for, for contracts as far as the big guys. Crazy. So hey, one other thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a segment somewhere on the Pulp MX Empire called Hard Cuts with JT. Do you think we could get that? Yeah, I'd like that. We should do that. Yeah, Hard Cuts. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll get on. I'll get on that. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's thanks, awesome. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Right, cheers, man. I like that. Chuck, hard cuts with JT. Um, Never know when JT is going to want to make a hard cut. No, you, you don't know. Um, all right, Chuck, uh, 100% again. Pulp 22 is a code to save uh, with casual wear and accessories over there at 100%, uh, making much more than goggles these days. And you guys got the Star Team. You got the Lawrence Brothers. You got Marvin. Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb. Yeah. Who don't you Ferrandis. have? Ferrandis. Ferrandis. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Got a lot of people. Yeah, SMF guys have some. Yeah, Dino. Now. Dino's um, wearing it, right? S- yep, SGB Honda team minus A Ray. Yeah, minus A Ray. And how did those negotiations go with, with not being able to get A Ray? Uh, they were they were rough. Apparently, he already had an existing deal, and it was, it was lots of ins and outs. But <laughs> here we go. We're gonna <laughs> lots of ins and outs. We're gonna, we're gonna reward the uh, the Moto sixty listeners every time. Yeah, SMF Vision guy. Yep, beats the other guy so uh, i love it uh all right before, we didn't even talk about ap either he, uh, you have ap i believe yeah and yeah, we didn't we even do. talk about him and he's got a new bike and a new team so that he's in that next tier of guys with mookie and and dylan and those guys in my opinion um yeah, yeah. before we let you go chuck give me your winners both classes anaheim one and we're, we're gonna, okay we're gonna hold this to who gonna hold this to anaheim one i'm gonna go christian craig yep and i'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little out there. I'm gonna go Dylan Ferrandis. Oh, I like it. I think he, he's gonna get a start, and yeah. DV's gonna be in his head, yep. telling him what to do. We always got weirdo winners. Not always, but we do. We got yeah, yeah. Millsaps and Canard year, and Barsha winning has been out uh, out there, and yeah, it's happened. So yeah. All right, uh, Chuck. Thanks for coming on the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show, man. Appreciate it. We'll see you this Saturday. All right. Yep. All right. All right. See ya. That's Charles Castleu. Thank you to Fly Racing. Maxis Tires, Get, Pro Taper, FMF, Plum Creek Funding. Tits, uh, fantastic to have you back in. It's good to be here. I start the outro or no? Oh, I missed that. Sorry. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get better from here. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Fly Racing, Moto 60 Show. Support the sponsors. And, uh, and yeah, man, it's been really good. We'll be here each and every Thursday. Throughout the Supercross and Motocross season, giving away some stuff, talking some moto, great phone calls for you people. We're back! Fly Racing, Moto City Show. See you next week!